0: Alright, what is up Bubbers Today in this episode we're going to talk a little bit about our good guy Brad Sims. You guys know I love Brad Sims. There's a very exciting video that's out. I'll talk about it a little bit more in just a second. We had one product release and one back in stock release. I mean this hub's been impossible to find. It's a hub that I really enjoy and it is finally back in store. Maybe I will scoop one up. I don't know, probably not, but but I will eventually. Anyway, And then the last section, the Q&A section, where I answer all of you guys' questions and give you guys some real value, help the community members out by getting them real answers. This is really good. We talked a lot about changing out your frame with a higher quality frame, especially if it's used. Can you still ride while you're older? Just a bunch of things like this. And I want you guys to think about something. A lot of the Dougster Bobbers in the community are over 30. And Brad Sims is mid thirties also, and he's riding every single day at a professional level. And what I wanted to ask you guys is how do you balance riding with your real life, like with the real world, with your job and with all of that stuff. But more than that, how do you balance it with the feeling every single morning? Like, I know I'm not the only one who gets very sore after riding. Does that happen for you guys also? And what do you do to avoid it? What do you do to work through it? what fill me in let me know your secrets because i know i need to know so we can help everyone in the community what are you guys doing what is the secret i asked brad i think he's just eating straight spinach like popeye and uh and that's it i think that's all he does he's just very very healthy but i'm I'm just kidding i have no idea though but let me know i'm really curious so let's get right into the episode everything that you need to know about bmx but in podcast version (laughs) let's talk about it but as for news i'm just gonna start right into it the most exciting thing brad sims more stuff about brad sims i was thinking while i was watching this i'm gonna make a shirt that says i heart brad or something like that like and then watching his story so anyway it's called power it's the story of brad sims it just released like a few hours ago And it's amazing. It goes back. It talks about Brad's story and where he was at. Because Brad, guys, you got to remember, Brad is in his mid-30s. And he rides every single day. Now, he doesn't just ride every single day. He rides at an insane, absolutely insane level every single day. And that deserves recognition on its own. But then you think about the things like how Brad has embraced technology to change the sport and to change like... uh, It's just crazy. I could rant about it forever. But guys, go watch this documentary. It's 18. It's about 18 minutes long. His early life was crazy, traveling everywhere. Um, Ryan Fudger was like, Brad has slept on more dirt floors in more countries than I've even visited. So it's, it's crazy. Brad deserves everything that he's got going. And there was a thing on Instagram that Brad posted and he said, whatever you aspire to do in the new year make sure to make a plan write it down work on it every day at the start of 2020 i had lost all my sponsors and income going into 2021 i started working with a manager on my plan not just any manager a person who genuinely genuinely cared about my career and wants to see me do well this year was a big win like his accomplishments over 2021 he got on canyon bikes he got an adidas sponsor he got a what is it 510 official it, It's just insane. Like, Brad has purposefully struggled throughout life to avoid getting a real job so that he could pursue BMX and just do it because he loves it. And finally, everything started falling together. Like, man, this guy was in a Taco Bell commercial. Like, how do you, Taco Bell, guys, Taco Bell commercial is crazy. I remember seeing Brad on the the commercial. I'm like, hey, yo, that's Brad. But anyway, um, Brad says, make a plan. So we are going to say, yes, sir, we will make a plan what are your guys' plans for 2021 as far as releases we the people has a couple things well one one thing really it's the arrow hub the we the people arrow hub and this is what we the people says about it in evolution of our world-renowned supreme hubs the arrow hubs are super lightweight alternatives for the pegless riders out there looking for an unrivaled performance and quality looking for unrivaled per- anyway The arrows, alloy, axle, and knurled CNC-machined cones help keep this hub incredibly light. So it's a very light, nice-looking hub. The bolts on it are knurled, like it says, and they look really cool. I think that's pretty unique. And so this bad boy will be hitting the stores pretty soon. And the other thing they announced, the We The People hybrid free coaster is back in stores. This is a hub that I've really looked at too. You know, it's either this or planetary. You can switch it to right-hand drive or left-hand drive. That's one of the coolest things. And the internal system just seems so much more simple than the planetary. So anyway, that's back in stock. You guys really should take a look at the hybrid free coaster if you're looking at a free coaster that's a little bit less like a free coaster listen to this q a section is very solid you guys are going to get so much value from it and don't forget every single friday at 11 a.m mountain standard time i go on live for about an hour and answer any question that comes up on the live stream it's a lot of fun hopefully i see you there but if you guys missed it here's a recap if you're just looking for some extra value these questions are going to get you that value okay anyway so my car was going and I was like oh I don't want my car to be doing that especially if I'm gonna drive five hours so jacked it up took off the wheel because it sounds like brakes you know sounds like brakes whatever pull off the brakes and I looked at them last month before we went and they were fine like there's plenty of life on those brake pads there plenty of life I look and the outside one's just fine I'm thought this is weird so then I get nervous I'm like what is the sound is it wheel bearing like what is it you know kind of freaking out and uh (laughs) so then I pulled off the uh the caliper and I was like oh good there's the problem like the outside brake pad had a good amount of life the inside brake pad was gone and that's a little worrying but can you guys see this? That's not what a brake pad's supposed to look like. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, I thought, well, that's that's annoying. So then I went money on, on brakes. Okay, now this is where the story gets interesting. I was like, okay, well, we'll go to good old AutoZone. We'll get some rotors, some pads, whatever. But we're good now, okay? Life is good and we're on the live stream. So there's my story. We're drinking a bang, cheers, happy Friday. We got some questions. Okay. Okay, good. We're talking about my brakes, but we've got to get Hayden's question here. Hayden's been here for a while. Hayden says, is the Kink Whip good for six foot two, two 230-pound rider? Hayden, yes, but just make sure it's the Kink Whip XL. In my opinion, based on that, I'd say the Kink Whip would be like the lowest quality that you should get just because nobody really talks about how much, how much of an impact that weight plays when like, you know, riding your bike and stuff like that. Being a heavier rider, like when I was younger, I probably weighed 180 pounds or so. Now I'm around 200, 215, and parts break a lot more, a lot easier than they do for my friends who are like 160 pounds, like my small friends. So... (sighs) Even aftermarket parts are gonna break easier because of the weight, like it's just more pressure, more impact. So with that being said, the kink whip would be the lowest quality that I would get because it's full chromoly double walled rims, but it's not, there's hardly any aftermarket parts. It's not any aftermarket chromoly. There's things like that. So you could spend a lot more money to get something that's really, really gonna last, but the kink whip will still last, just not like um, like it would for someone who's say 130 pounds. Does that make any sense? And, and again, make sure it's the XL because you're six foot two you want that 21 inch top tube um, but yeah the kink whip is going to be good especially if you're a beginner i guess a lot of my my thought process there is like if you're already say doing mid-level tricks and you weigh 230 pounds you're really going to put the bike through a beating but if you're 230 pounds and you're just learning like it's going to hold up for you fine because you're not taking it off any big drops and things like that good question kaden good question oh lewis says i want to learn tail whips but i don't have a fly out in my near so you think it is too hard to learn them flat yes yes absolutely Ta- whoa it's weird because i see some people that can get tail whips around very like they get them around pretty close without a flyout, and i'm sure there's people out there who have learned them hop but for the most part flyout's the way to go with learning a lot of these tricks especially whip because when you're learning tails fly out you have time to kind of mess with it and move your body around and figure it out when it's hop you, your motion for a hop whip has to be perfect. And like, I can do them very consistently, but it's like, I have to full commit and I'll still rarely dead sailor, even though I, I, I got tail whips down like nothing, you know? Because when you do a hop whip, you are throwing your body so forward. Like it's it's hard to imagine how much forward you have to be. And the whip, it like, it's just crazy. It comes around so fast and yeah. So I would definitely say fly out would be the way to go um you can you can play with them hop but the biggest thing that people have is they're not able to get them under them hop because they haven't figured out how to keep the whip under them when they kick and so doing it fly out teaches you that and then taking it to hop is going to make it um easier once you've already got it so i yeah i would definitely say fly out's the way to go if you can get anywhere man with like a, a fly out a foam pit a resi that's a good way to start um but lewis one thing that'll help you is um you can get my finger but i don't have my my finger bikes anymore um, if you're standing by the bike and you get the bike and you do a tail whip right so you're standing here kick the bike around you do the tail whip and then before the bike lands next to you you hop on it Um, this is what I had to start doing to figure out how to actually get my feet on because I could get it around but I couldn't land with my feet on so what I would do is I'd stand on a ledge or stand on something kick it around and hop off the ledge and catch the tail whip at the same time and so that kind of taught me where my feet need to go and how they need to clamp on when the bikes and wherever the bike should be and so if you practice that i don't think it'll get you closer to hop whips but when it comes to when you finally get to the flyout to learn the tail whips having that motion in your head is going to help you out a lot more is that lucas stipp bmx what's up lucas george says simple session 2022 is looking forward to sealing felix ride because he was injured last year i was gonna say who else is excited for simple session two that's the only that's pretty much the only thing that i will like dedicate the weekend for you know if i know simple sessions on what i normally do is i'd get some snacks and i'd hang out and that's what i'm doing that week like i'm watching simple session because it's so fun um i think they have some issues with their street and their park rankings but i don't know did they separate those yet i feel like they should definitely separate them like street riders should not be judged the same as park there's no like the height of amplitude like the maximum amplitude level that judges could judge for is way different games but i would do that with simple sessions so hangout, hang out watch it eat some snacks. That'd be a fun one to stream with you guys. We all watch it. I think I messed up because I took them apart to change the brakes um, earlier and then I couldn't get the screws off. So I said, you know what? I don't need brakes that bad. Um, But I took the caliper off and everything. I just couldn't get the rotor off. So I think when I put the bracket back on, caliper back on, I don't know. I messed something up for sure. Or we're going to see if if it eats through these brake pads really fast, then I'm going to get new, uh, new caliper and new pins. I don't know. Actually, now that I think about it, the right side of the caliper did compress a lot better than the left side. So maybe it's the caliper. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. My car's like 22 years. It's a 2000 or a 99. So it's way old. Like I'm not too stressed about it, but I also don't want my wheels falling off when I'm driving across the country. <laughs> okay. Avid Gamer put in his first noob question. When I bought four, pegs they each had a tiny screw and three holes on the side that sit on top of the drop out of the pegs what are they for doug i'm sure you guys already answered that in the question or in the comments you guys already answered that but you can put us your screw in there and what it does is it keeps the peg from rotating while you're grinding and uh, keeps it in the same place so like let's say you put the screw in one place you tighten it and you grind in that position for a few months, and then it's starting to get flat. So, you're gonna to wanna to change the screw position so that the peg rotates and holds in place. With the plastic sleeves, what's really, it's You can still rotate them, but it's a lot harder because when you tighten it, it like naturally seems to rotate back so that the same sides facing down. And when you do it like that with the screws there that are holding it, it just makes that impossible so that you can grind the same spot whenever you're grinding and then change it to a different spot so you don't get really bad flat spots on your pegs. Yo, we got Yiko, we got just that channel and we got Ice to Flock in here too. What is up guys? How's How's he doing ice to Yiko just that channel. You guys are cool. I'm glad you guys are here. This is like two streams in a row. What the heck? What's going on right now? Okay, just that channel. I don't know if I'll be able to fix this, but let's see. Let's see. I've been having trouble getting my rear axle loose. It's still the same axle as when I bought the complete a few months ago, and no matter how much I twist it, it doesn't budge. Take it to a shop. Uh, Wow, that sounds stressful. That sounds like my whole brake situation. No matter how hard I turn that screw, nothing happens. I don't know. It's hard to say what it is. Like, Is it seized on there is it like is your axle twisting are you is it actually turning or are you like unable to like get it to start moving is that the issue or if it's actually turning but not coming off it sounds like something stripped out the threads in between it so it's not getting any farther it's just spinning it's not catching anything on the way out Um, but if it's not spinning at all you could get like pb blaster or wd-40 and spray it try and get it so that it goes inside of the bolt and around the threads and then it'll like let it sit for a few hours and it'll loosen rust up if that's the issue that's what i've got to do with with e old brakes out there um, so yeah if it's if you're having a hard, hard time turning you could soak it PB blaster or something but also this is a little crazy but I did this earlier too let me think about um okay let's say This is your your ratchet that you're trying to loosen your bolt with, right? And so you can hold out from here, and this is where it's it's loosening, so this is how much leverage you have. And no matter what, you can't get anything, right? You can't get it to... If you get a pry bar, this is a pry bar, not a marker, and you put the pry bar on the end of the ratchet, now, You have this much leverage to pry it off and it's going to just it's going to make it a lot easier to uh to break that bolt loose if you get something like a longer ratchet you get a a pry bar to put on it something like that that could help too but um otherwise just to a shop and let them deal with it say hey i don't know what's going on can you guys fix this and they'll say okay what's up felix felix is in chicago and he's got very brutal weather but the closest indoor is an hour away dude that's not bad that isn't that that's not bad at all i mean unless you can't drive then that's a pretty long walk but if you can drive that is not bad El Paso is about an hour from me, and I go there just because the skate parks are better, but um, when I lived in Montana, closest skate, the closest indoor, so when it would get snowy and bad in Montana, I'd take a trip a couple times a year to Denver. They had Evolve Action Sports, um, and I want to say, I feel like it was a 13 hour drive or something. We go there just for a week, probably a waste of time, but leave like, you know, leave late Friday night, come back late Sunday. So you get there, you got to get to ride all Saturday and a little bit of Sunday, and then you leave um, just, just to ride that indoor park and do some backflips in the foam pit. <laughs> Terrible idea. Very expensive trip for, but, but it was fun. Uh, Noog says he might be the oldest guy here how old are you guys let's do your who's who's the oldest in the chat who is the oldest i am 67 so i might win i'm not too old um i feel like it though i do feel like like my do my shoulders look even or does one of them look farther down see i'm looking at it right now and this one looks like it's dropped down but um and that's the one that's bothering me so it's this always happens that's why i feel old (laughs) where'd you get your beckham's custom wheel is stuck in the uk where'd you order it from did you go from source and it's stuck at source or what good lucas was able to ride the snow finally melted that's exciting that is very exciting jared thinks the forks are too shiny guys what do you think let's look let's let's look again because they're gloss black and they don't really match the the bars huh i think they look good man yeah they look good and over time they'll the gloss will fade away after a couple years though the gloss won't be so glossy beckham harris Harrison. I always call you Beckham Harris. I'm sorry. Beckham Harrison says, what cranks do you run? Uh, I run the profile, just the profile cranks, the uh, 19 millimeter. I used to run the profile spindle or the the titanium spindle. So the profile cranks with the titanium. I broke the spindle. Profile said, no, those don't break. So we don't do a warranty. And then I was, and then Coco Zarita had one and he sold me it. And so then I rode that and then I broke that. And so now I'm just riding a normal spindle. I should quit riding profile cranks. Like I always say I love them, but I've broke way too many profile cranks that um, I should not ride profile cranks but anyway that's what i do ride so herb is also sick oh my god you guys all getting the covid you guys stay safe out there and feel better and feel better yeah good choice lucas lucas says dennis Anderson right here good choice good choice (laughs) daniel what's up man daniel mastered the new trick triple whip to face plant. did you actually crash man you get you guys can't get hurt i always feel bad if you guys are in the chat like uh david i think i saw david in here yeah what's up david david dennis is on lunch break i don't know how much longer he's on there but uh david hurt his elbow david the bike looks sick man i haven't had a chance to reply to your email but it looks incredible I love it with the new cranks. Looks good. That, and I'm surprised the frame, I thought the frame would be a lot brighter green, but it is it green or is it black? Oh wait, it's the black one. I was expecting it to be green. I think it's the black frame. But anyway, I, I thought it was green and then uh, then it was black and I'm like, man, that's a really dark green. JH Mountain Bike. What's up, JH Mountain Bike? Welcome to the stream. Man. Whoa, why do I look so orange? Do I look orange, guys? Or is it like normal color? I can't tell. Anyway, he says review on the fly bike's proton. Uh, I do need to go through flybikes. Line, but I also 2022 We the People bikes are coming out soon. Oh, the Sabrosa bikes, the Sabrosa bikes are out too, so those are on the list. Um, flies on the list, but it's, it's so tough, it's tough, it's a lot of reviews, and then I have a guy that edits. Um, but i want him to edit like i want my reviews to have a lot more effort than they used to so like the recent ones have been like put sound effects with the with call outs and a bunch of different things on the reviews so now it takes me a lot longer to edit them than it did before and for him to edit them that way like it's a lot more expensive and i'm like is it really worth it i don't know it's it's a lot of money and i could edit it but it's a lot of time and sometimes I do like marathons without sleeping, and I look like this. And you can't film the videos when you look like that. So, um, but yes, yes, sir. I mountain bike. I will get on that, and uh, I will do it. a gamer wants a review of the We the People Doomsayer frame. Good for park, street, etc. I will get to frame reviews eventually. Um, it, actually, what I could probably do is come up with a. Like a Dougster Bob score sheet just for frames and not necessarily just for bikes, and do one just for frames and run them through there. Yeah, I might be able to do that. Um, I'd have to change things around a bit, but I think that could work pretty good. So, hey, what's up, Thomas? Thomas, I haven't seen you on a Dougster Bob stream in a long time. Thomas is one of our bike school members, Thomas, Jared, um, and Thomas is always in the bike school live streams on Monday always hanging out with us but he made it to this one what's up man how's the farm and i think what i heard was david is gonna paint his frame white david send me a picture i'm really excited for that i think the the white bike is underrated guys do you remember banish shaywich um anyway brett was like my idol in the bmx world he was he was my idol and can you guys see this this is brett's bike and i always loved it i thought I don't know, I just loved how it was built. You can't see it, but he would have one green grip. Can you see that one green grip and one pink grip? And I don't know why he has a blue front rim, that looks silly, but anyway, Brett was my idol. His bike, I love this stuff. And then he uh, crashed on a, I think a front flip. I think he bunked his head on a front flip. He He was wearing a helmet, but it wasn't a certified helmet and uh, he's messed up from that. Like he's doing okay, he's riding again, he can, but nowhere even remotely close to the level he was riding at before. And that's that's always so sad. Um hey just that channel i think i skipped down to the bottom but he says i didn't assemble it harvester did and he's pretty experienced um do you tell anthony i said what's up i like anthony he's a he's a good homie there okay i gotta go back up to the comments guys i see levita guys i see all your questions and um i will get to the question asap rocky there's 93 questions that i have or comments that i have not seen so I go through them one by one because I just like, I give you guys my time. So I feel like I can't skip over questions unless they're they're silly or, or whatever. But um, for the most part, I will get to every question. It just takes a minute. So if you wanna hear me answer your question, you gotta stick around, you know? That's how it goes. Okay, Noog says, coming to the size question, I'm 6'3". Also bought uh, a 22-wheel stolen spade. It feels good. Have you ever tried a 22-inch? And I have a little bit. Like, I haven't truly tested one out or anything, but I have rode it around like an indoor skate park, jumped it, tried to do a couple tricks, and it's tough. It's very tough. I, I just think the way the geometry is spaced out and designed, it's a lot harder. Now, this could be the same thing as a, uh, a younger guy going from a small guy on an 18-inch going to a 20-inch, like that extra two degrees of wheel or two inches of wheel and just bigger frame and stuff like that feeling weird and eventually you'd get used to it I don't know but I feel like the way the geometry is designed like and the way skate parks are designed now is the wheels are just too big to comfortably handle transition and stuff like that for for actually airing it and doing tricks but I could be totally wrong Cause like I said, I only spent 20, 30 minutes riding it around and jumping it. Nothing crazy, not a whole lot of, uh, um, hardcore riding and testing on the 22 inch. So I should try it cause I'm, I'm a little taller than you noog, but, um, I'm pretty stoked on the 20 inch with a 21 inch or 20 inch wheels with the 21 inch frame. All right, Thomas says what if you learn still whips on a drop then instead. Okay, I see what you mean. Um so yeah, okay, so what Thomas is saying is that if, let's see, tail whips, tail whips, what if you learn tail whips on drop instead of fly out. Yeah, because the question earlier was about doing a hop whip because he doesn't have a fly out to do. And he's like, well, could I just learn hop whips? And Thomas is saying, what if you do them on a drop instead of a fly out? And this is a pretty uh, hmm, good question. I don't think that'll work very good because what happens when you do a tail whip fly out is you're able to kick and the whip starts coming around while you're traveling up. And so for the most part, you kick, the whip comes around and you catch it um, close to the time that you, well, I catch it when I peak and then I come down, that gives you enough time for a tuck or a bar or whatever. Um, But when you do your whip slow, anyway, you start the whip and you're going up and then down. And when you're doing it off a drop or you're doing it, um, your up part is just so much lower than it is fly out because you do it fly out, you might get two or three feet up when you do it, hop off a drop, you might get a foot two feet if you're lucky if you do a really huge hop maybe two feet of bunny hop but the whip is all happening on the way down and the way that that like I don't know works out is so different than fly out so it's it's a it's a lot quicker of a whip you've got to be leaned really forward and there's no room for error a lot of times if you commit fully on a drop whip and you don't catch the cranks you roll your ankle really bad if you commit fully on a fly out whip there's not so much pressure going down for I don't know I don't know, physics, cause you're going up and down. So you you can land pretty comfortably, but like imagine a, a seven set whip, like you have a lot of time there, but you're going down with a lot of force. And if your feet aren't on the pedals, like no good, you know, game over, that is game over. So that's my thought on that. I, once you n- have flyout whips, they are gonna be easier off of a two foot drop or something like that than they are hop for sure. So I would say the, the learning curve should be fly out, drop fly out drop hop but it, it it shouldn't be like drop hop fly out you know what i mean it's gonna it, correct me look i hope I hope you, um, God, I can't remember who asked the question. I hope you get the hop whips. I hope you get them, um, before fly out, but it just generally does not work that way. But I hope you prove me wrong and you get it. Like, please do it. I I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Just that channel had to peace out. So, um, just that channel, man, we will see you. Oh, look, as we skipped down, we got the ages in here. We got the ages. I'm born in 82. Okay. Okay. So avid gamer was born in 82 felix is 26 beckham's 14 lucas is 15 i'm 25 thomas is 44 ice flocks 35 david's 47 37 so Nug is 50 i think Nug is the winner dude awesome thank you so much for hanging out with us man um Nug, did you used to ride bmx back in the day or are you like so like a lot of you guys rode when you were younger and then you're getting back into the sport. Jared was never able to ride when he was younger. So he's getting into the sport now. And like, which, which one are you? Are you just getting back into it? Or are you, uh, are you trying it out for the first time? You know what I mean? Levitons. Okay. Here's, here's Levitons question. Lewis says best video ever. I'm not sure which video he's talking about. Best video ever. I don't know what the best video is, but Leviton. Okay. Here's Levitons question. Hey man. I currently ride a Kink Gap 20.5 inches and a 21-inch 2022 2020 Kink Cloud um, frame. Oh, hold on, hold on. We gotta have we gotta have comments in the question because I was just reading it. Oh, anyway, okay, here we go. Hey man, I'm current. I currently ride a Kink Gap 20.5 and. A 21-inch 2020 Kink Cloud complete frame is for sale close to me. I was thinking of picking it up since it's full Kermali and only $100. It's like, I would say yes. I think that is $75. Tell them $75 and it's a deal or $70. 70 is a decent number. $100, ki- I don't know. It's a decent frame, but resale value on bikes is like in the US. Now in Canada where Lucas is, you make a grip of money selling used parts. But now this is just my experience. You could probably get a $100 custom frame or aftermarket frame uh, used over that. But if that's your only option, like that is going to be better than the kink gap frame. And for a hundred bucks in all things considered, that's not a bad deal. But when you think about like, you could probably find um, say like colony sweet tooth or a we the people doomsayer, we the people buck frame, something used. It might be a little more used than that cloud frame but has that, that's tough that's tough because the cloud frame is aftermarket, or it's the cloud frame is full chromoly it's not aftermarket chromoly so like the we the people envy frames fully aftermarket chromoly the sunday Soundwave frame fully aftermarket chromoly which is just a little layer of uh, uh, more layers of higher quality added into it um again the cloud frame full chromoly solid it's going to be much better than the trimoly kink gap frame um but I don't know. Okay. 100 I have a hard time like narrowing it, narrowing in my thoughts here because there's so many different like things to think about with that. But okay, 100 bucks full Kamali frame not bad be better than the King gap double check that you can't get it for like 70 bucks because i would say that or 50 something lower you know less than 100 would make it an even better deal or see if you could find an aftermarket chromoly frame like something that's not from a complete bike full chromoly it's going to be a little bit better than this one uh, for around that same price now the other thing to think about is Is 21 going to be too big for you? Uh, You're riding the 20.5 right now. I assume that's the correct size. I I think it would shoot you in the foot more than anything to go with a bigger frame that's too big for you, even though it's going to be full chromoly. Um, And so just double check that before you uh, pull the trigger on that frame. But anyway, there you go. That got the answer pretty coherent there. Okay, so just that channel left, but he was talking about his bolt. Nothing was turning at all. So yeah, I'd soak it in PB Blaster or something and get a pry bar. And I think that's what everyone was saying. Samuel, what's up, Samuel Sheegle? Schliegel? What's up, Samuel? Sha- what's up, Samuel? Uh, Samuel was here last week, I remember. Samuel says, Doug, what do you think about free coasters on a park bike? Good question, Samuel. Oh. I just hid your question. Very good question because I think it changes the riding. Look at, say, Pat Casey. Pat Casey's a park rider. The way he rides park is way different than Logan Martin or Harry Maine or, you know, Daniel Sandoval. He's really changed the game with that free coaster. And so when I score bikes, I do generally tend like the Dougster Bob score, a free coaster is weighted more heavy, heavily on the street score and it's down weighted on the dirt score because for the most part. You're not gonna want a free coaster on dirt, but then again, Pat Casey rips it on dirt with a free coaster. So it's not a it's not a set in stone thing. Like what I think you guys, what the biggest concern should more so be like, how can this part work with my style, or how can I use this park to de- or this part to develop my style. So the same thing goes with um, you know free coaster or cassette cassette unlocks a different different kind of tricks. You have pedal pressure now. So uh, tire taps are a thing more so than they are on free coasters. You've got just different things that you can do. Same with brakes, right? You can use brakes to enhance your style. You can use front brakes to enhance your style. To think about it like, oh my God, I love to do faky tricks. Then you're like, I should probably get a free coaster, even if you ride um, a lot of park. You know what I mean? So anyway, I think it's really cool because it opens up a whole nother dimension of tricks. Like Pat Casey does some of the, the 180s over his spine to like what 360 double whip or like faky three whip. That's, that's insane. The that guy is crazy. And it's really changed around his style. So we, you guys should always ask yourself like Jared, Jared's throwing on front brakes on his bike and not many people are doing that. And so now using the front brakes can give him a different, more unique style. Same with Thomas. Thomas rides a 22 or a 24 riding that kind of bike. He has his own unique style. Like you can tell. And uh, so that's really cool when you think about things in that direction. So yeah, anyway, I, Think that kind of answers the question the question's a little interesting so i think it's cool if you uh yeah as long as it's enhancing your style it's cool it's not gonna it's gonna hinder certain tricks but it's also gonna make certain tricks easier so um yeah just that channel just take it back to uh anthony and say hey anthony what what's going on i can't or call him say yo um we could call him right now say hey anthony um just ask him what's going on why why you can't get it off and he'll be like he's a wizard he will take it off for you okay we're back at the ages you guys, I loved reading through all of the ages. Um, Stuart says Source has an American warehouse for US distribution. Um, did something happen with uh the... anyway? Um, yeah, so what I heard is I don't remember where it is, but they do have a warehouse with parts and everything. So for the most part, guys, when you order from Source in the US, you're gonna get that stuff in uh in a few days. It's not gonna take six weeks to come across from the um the ocean and everything, but I... Th- think, now correct me if I'm wrong, but I do think sometimes they, uh, uh, if they don't have it in the US, obviously they're going to send it from the UK, therefore it's going to take a lot longer, but the, uh, the US dudes, I thought they were just random guys, they were sourcing out the warehouse and having them like ship orders that came in, but apparently it's actual BMX guys that are running the warehouse, so that's pretty cool, so good job. Thomas got acupuncture uh, for his wrist, just came from the pin session, I don't know, I, acu- dude needle Scare me. Needles scare me. I'm diabetic, so I take four shots a day. and when you see the pictures of people getting their acupuncture, they got their needles all over. Dude, that's and you're supposed to be relaxed while that's happening. I'd be stressing out. I does it actually hurt, Thomas, or no? Does acupuncture hurt? Does it actually work? You guys gotta let me know. Um, I'm curious because maybe I could do some acupuncture and get my my back all straightened out. And uh Caden, oh my god, guys, Caden was on the last stream and he was uh trying to figure out what he should get for he's on an 18 inch he wants to get a 20 inch should he get a 20.5 and i'm like no 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 kaden uh get 20 he said i changed the frame he got a kink cross cut 20 inch good man good deal man good deal um are you gonna are you building up a custom off of that or are you gonna swap that over to like your 18 inch parts but that's good i that's definitely a better option because what were you five three five two five foot, um, going with the 20.5 would just, I promise if you're doing three sixties right now or working on three sixties right now, you would have a, uh, you would have a hard time on a kink whip or a 20.5. So what, who is this guy? Is this Bizzle in the chat? What's up Bizzle? How you doing, man? How you moved right from New York. I remember you were moving last time. I think you had a Bro, you've been busy. Thank you for coming over to the live, man. It's been a while. Peanut butter, what's up Peanut butter? Peanut butter's always asking me if I respect mountain bike. I we let's see if he asks it again this time. Let's see. Oh, every time. What's up Victor? How you doing, Victor? Victor is another bike school member hanging out with us. I uh, love you guys. Okay, okay. The the comments keep moving the chat, and I'm trying to highlight this one because I stiff flux is the same thing. Let me know if that helps. I need to fix asap. I stopped riding for a few weeks. Um, I have my my wrist will do the same thing. It'll usually happen when I'm riding, and like it'll start out fine during the session, and then I'll um I'll I'll land weird, and it'll just it'll just hurt the whole time. And I saw somebody was saying that they wrap their wrists like MMA. Um, Ice to Flock, maybe that'll help you out. They also have wrist guards. You know, try thicker grips. I've tried thicker grips and it seems like, like if you're bigger, like, and you have bigger hands, then gripping the smaller grips, I don't know, your grip is just a lot tighter and um so maybe with a bigger grip it doesn't strain your wrist as much i'm not sure you, you you should try that lucas says that he just checked out wait wait wait. hold on hold on hold on i can't skip th- i do i'm gonna skip down there lucas says yo kaden's got 104 subs um okay kaden i'm gonna subscribe to you guys go subscribe to kaden he is gonna be the next youtuber right kaden kaden's a bmx guy Anyway, where's the crash video? Is it the jumping the spine? Caden's a scooter and BMX god. I love it, I love it, man, that's so cool. Okay, oh my gosh, so many comments. So I just skipped down to the bottom. What's up, Splits? We got Splits in here, we got Victor in here. Splits, <laughs> Splits said, I waited an hour this morning for my school bus, it never showed up, so I got to stay home. All right, cool, your school, your, your bus driver just didn't feel like going, going to work today, huh? Beckham Harrison says, I want, to get the Sunday Park Ranger. Any thoughts on it? Um, I actually have a really good friend who got that frame and it this is crazy but this this guy got this frame and learned whips very fast and you know the stereotype is that these really responsive small frames are like easier for tail whips right but is that actually true whatever um it was like he learned it really quick so anyway beckham it's a very responsive frame moral of the story would be like um like i had a total killaby double whips were so easy but going high going fast like did not feel stable it felt really uncontrolled so if your riding style is like less control but lots of responsiveness. Okay, Split says, what are some easy tricks I can learn with just a bunny hop? I'm only learning manuals right now and I wanna try something else. So if you're just now doing a bunny hop, um, what I would recommend for you is go somewhere with a bank and um, let's see, like this is a bank, okay? And ride up the bank, it's a mellow bank, ride up the bank and try and do a 180. So like you're riding up, you hop and you might only turn 90 degrees. You might only turn 45 degrees, but the concept there is teaching you how to 180. So you're riding up, hop, and eventually you'll be able to get that full 180 and that'll translate really well to doing hop 180 flat. So if you have a bank, some people's drive, this is what I would do. I had a driveway sloped like this. And so I'd ride around 180 on the driveway, run into the back of my mom's car, do a faky, 180 on the driveway car faky, And it was fun, but having that bank, because you can not get the full 180, but you can still get part of it and eventually work your way up to doing more, um, more and more rotation. That would be one foot jams. Definitely. All you got to do, roll on the ground, put your foot in there jam and then you can either fake you out of it or you can put your feet on and roll forward um, and with that one when you work your way up into it Start keeping your feet level, hopping off the bike, leaning forward, and then putting your foot in. So hop off, lean forward, put your foot in, and that'll teach you, that's how you actually do it on a quarter. You can't just take your foot off and put it in on a quarter because your other foot drops down. There's a lot of ways to work it up there. Always practice the bunny hops, man. Always, always, always. Uh, So we said bunny hops, we said 180s on a bank, we said foot jam, and then I'd also say fakie. Very important if you ever want to go backwards, like you've got to know how to fakie, and then you're piecing everything together. So like now you've worked on 180s on the bank, you've worked on fakies. Now you're gonna be able to do a 180 and actually fakey out. You know what I mean? So piece all that together so that you can learn. Um, learn all of it. You know what I mean? Uh anyway, yeah. But jams, fakies, one eighties on banks. Start with that. Keep it simple, focus on those. Good luck, splits. Good luck. <laughs> Daniel's telling Thomas to get a 20-inch already. Herb says, Can you do a flat whip? Um, yes, Herb. I don't think I have a video on my phone though. Um, Did you guys see my community post on here on, uh, it's about BMX it's it's a pretty heartfelt message, but hold on, let's, let's find this hop whip. I don't know if it's in this video either, but anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. I can hop whip. Um, the Instagram has been MIA and, uh, very soon, very soon Instagram's coming back, TikTok all that good stuff. It's all coming back rebranded. Um, it, it, I'm pretty excited. Cause I spent a lot of work working on the videos and like getting everything planned out so everything can just get scheduled and come out. Um, But generally, Herb, that's where either a YouTube short or um, on like Instagram, Facebook, that's where the riding clips go. Here, it's just like a full edit takes so long to make and stuff and then nobody's searching Dougster Bob edit like but people are searching bike review and so it's it just makes a lot more sense to spend my time making the content that actually helps people um than the, the selfish content about me riding my bike you know but I definitely put that stuff on social media but I've been you a huge break from social media to focus on this and the bike school uh the bike school channel so We'll come back soon very soon it's in the works rebrand it'll be good and then i can automate it that's the main goal here is to like make it so i don't spend any time because here's what i do i'm like oh i'm gonna post a post on instagram and then It's like two hours later and I've just been scrolling. You guys do that? Am I the only one? Maybe not two hours. That's a little dramatic, but like way longer than it should. And then I like look back and I'm like, oh my God, I got nothing done. I hate myself. And uh, so, so we can't be doing that. We cannot be doing that. So what's up little wolf. Oh, that profile picture is adorable. A little wolf says, can someone who's around five foot, two inches, ride a 20.5 inch top tube. Someone who is five foot two can ride a 29 inch top 2. It's going to be really hard to like do tricks. It's going to be so big. Um now 20.5 is getting a little bit closer there, but for that size, it's best if you're on a 20.25 or a 20.00. Um, 20.5 is going to be a little bit of a stretch if you're still growing you can make it work you can get a 20.5 you'll eventually grow into it and it'll be fine but if you're done growing and you get the 20.5 and you're only five foot two you're it's like fighting an uphill battle or like the the golf club thing like you can golf with any size golf club you want but if it's not the right size golf club you're making it harder for yourself and it's the same way with bmx so Yes, you can ride it. Is it optimal? No, it's not optimal at all. Um, until you get, I don't know, around five foot four, then it's a little bit better of a stretch, but I think five, six is probably the better height uh, for a 20.5. Is this uh oh, okay. Avid Gamer replaced the wheels on the Nova, fully sealed double wall with Odyssey quadrants. Oh my God, that thing's a tank. I love it. I feel like I could start doing bigger jumps and jumps just need the dry weather. Dude, that is sick. Um, you guys shoot me an email with a picture of those wheels. I'd love to see it. See, we got a good balance. We got 14, 15, 16 year olds, and we got 35, 36, 37 year olds. It's funny. It's so cool because the viewpoints on BMX are so different between the two. So like everyone riding together BMX, you know, (laughs) I feel like a hippie BMX, bro. Um, but it's it's just good vibes. Everyone gets together and uh good times. No matter your age, BMX is fun regardless. You know, I started when I was 13. Uh missed out for a while, 18, 19, 20, and then uh I mean, I still rode but not very much cuz I couldn't. And then uh and then back at it for the last few years pretty hardcore. Oh, good. This is my oh Hello. Um, noog says he did a little bit in the eighties when he was younger, but where life we never had. Oh, okay. Uh, that's tough. That makes it tough. There's a lot of things that go into it, like having a good support group of people, a good community of people to ride with friends, you know, all that stuff. Um, people who can who are better than you that can give you feedback and help you progress people who are less good than you that you can give feedback on and actually learn from that and having something to ride like those are the three main things or was that 5 I don't know seven main things make BMX enjoyable but also make it to where you can like progress what do we got guys? We are way over an hour, but there's so many comments. I just got, I sent an email to everyone. I was like, yo, I'm live right now. Come check it out. And I never really do that because I don't want to bug people's email. Like let's see how many people unsubscribed. Three people didn't care. They're like, screw this email. I don't want to hear from you ever again, which isn't bad. But anyway, we got, I think a good amount of people over here from the email and uh, David had to leave. 25 minutes ago but David we'll see you later I don't think you'll hear me say bye but bye Um, but anyway we got a lot of people we got a lot of comments and I'll stick around till eh, I might rapid fire some comments out because I need to go fix my car but for now I'm fine I'm not I'm good I'm gonna keep going through these comments so if you guys have more comments Leviton says, thanks for the good advice. I should have mentioned I'm 5'9", so I was curious to try the 21. Yeah, I think the 21 would be, it'd be on the higher end for you, like pretty tall. So what that's gonna do is that's gonna make it feel stable. It's gonna make it feel a lot more controlled. The kink gap 20.5 inch frame. You might like it a lot more. I think a lot of people do like to ride a little bit taller than normal. And um, so yeah, so yeah, that wouldn't be a bad shot or a bad idea. I've made it into Anthony Panza's worst crashes of twenty twenty one a while ago months ago Bizzle went to one of Anthony Panza's jams you crashed down a, a stair set he jumped a stair set and went sideways and crashed and so he made it into the crash highlights that's hilarious I aspire to be as good as Panza one day like YouTube wise Panza's a, a god he does very well um, with the YouTube world I saw Grant Moore's news live last yesterday i didn't watch it um but it notified me i said hey check this out so i clicked on it because i thought it was live right now and i i have fun hanging out in brant's lives recently and um but anyway who is it lewis roman roman summers is on these lives a lot he's all would you ever consider collaborating with dougster bob and like if i could just collaborate with brant and uh, panza We'll be good, we be good. Congrats on the the found fame on that video, Bizzle. Doesn't ride a free coaster, but Casey's from Riverside, where he grew up and started riding. Um, I have a, there's a lot of people, dude, I think San Diego and Riverside's becoming like the new pro town. You know, there's a lot of pros moving down that way and living there, so soon, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen, but San Diego is gonna be really popular. Just like, was it Greenville back in the day was the big thing? Greenville was the big spot. Ryan, what's up, Ryan? How you doing, man? Uh, Ryan is one of our most recent bike school members. How is life, Ryan? How are you doing? Shane Nug- Nuggin? if you have one, who is your favorite street rider? and why. Ooh. You can only pick one, huh? It's tough. That's so tough because I I love the way Dennis rides street, right? Very gnarly street riding. Looks scary, but um love Dennis Anderson for street riding. But is Dennis Anderson a street rider? I don't know. Kills it on park, kills it on dirt. It's hard to tell. Very hard to tell. So Dennis might not count cuz he's not a street rider. He's a He's a rider. He's an all-rider. Anyway, so then I would have to say Garrett Reynolds, which he still does some really gnarly stuff, um, but it's mostly technical. So it's really, as a BMX rider, you can notice that technicality stuff. Like, I think for the general person to watch a BMX rider, you watch Dennis Anderson, you're like, this guy's crazy. And then you watch um, Garrett Reynolds doing technical stuff, you're like, oh... Okay, um, but as a BMX rider, you can dissect it and look at like the the technicality inside Garrett's tricks, and you're like, oh my god, that's insane! Like, how did he whip out of that to a manual to Oppo three? Like, whoa, what the? Um, so if Dennis doesn't count, we're gonna have to go with Garrett because he's. Garrett is just, ooh, I do like Chad Curley too. Garrett Reynolds, Garrett Reynolds. We're going to say Garrett Reynolds. McGill, big three for your back. What is that? What is McGill? Core stability. Oh, cool. Good, good, good. That's what I heard is that Oh, thank you. I'm going to check that out. Thank you so much. Um, anyway, um, your core controls so much of your body. And like, if you have issues anywhere, generally it can be fixed by building your core. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Shane. Who's talking about pain blow? Oh, nuke's talking about pain blockers. Lucas says, what's a pain? B-? Isn't it Tylenol just a pain blocker? I feel like that's all Tylenol is. Oh wait, hold on. Hold on. Dirt race. What's up, Dirt Racer? Dirt Racer hasn't been in here in a while either. I keep scrolling up to this comment and it keeps moving up uh tdj sports says hey what's the best bike for a beginner level rider that's high quality and will last uh tjd i'm just gonna make you go to this and fill this out because what this does you fill it out it says what's your height What's your budget? What's your skill level? And then do you like to ride park, street, or dirt? And then I look at all that information and I'll give you three bikes that I think are good for you. So it's all based, like, because you say, oh, what's the best bike for a beginner rider? Like I could say the Kink Whip, but if you're six foot four, then I'd say the Kink Whip XL. But if you're five foot, then I'd say, oh, well, that's kind of, that's a lot harder because that's a small one. Maybe you need to build a custom. And so anyway, with more information, it's a lot easier to actually give you a good recommendation. So yeah, do that. Fill that out and then I can get you the uh, the recommendation. <laughs> Shut up. Um, my brother's, this is my brother. Look how strong he is. Can you guys see that on the screen? Look how strong that guy is. That's my little brother. And uh, he actually taught me how to ride a bike. How crazy. <laughs> last time we were here, last time Brandon was here, I was like, hey, like, let's go ride or something. And it'd be fun to film Brandon and make a, a bike video with like this bodybuilder on a BMX bike. But he's like, no, he'd probably, one, he'd probably break my bike. Too, he'd probably break himself. We don't want that. Um, but guys, if you guys saw the the workout video, this is the guy that did the workout video. And Brandon, I'm gonna head that way in tomorrow after work, I think, or Sunday morning. So we should film a bike a workout video Sunday morning. Bike videos or a workout video Sunday morning. Do you guys want to see a workout video with some? I, I'm. We're gonna put together a really good workout plan for you guys. That's what we're gonna do. It's gonna be a really good workout plan, and it's gonna. Talk about good workouts for BMX. Um, because he taught me <laughs> how to ride bikes. Okay. Wait, I think I got skipped to the bottom because I was like, uh yeah, because Brandon sent to Why are you sending me money? <laughs> thank you though. Thank you. You bought my bang. Oh, Brandon came from the email too. Oh, why are you on my email list? That's so funny. <laughs> oh my god, guys. I'm sorry, I gotta I gotta scroll all the way back up to these comments. Brandon distracted me. Okay, no, I'm back, I'm back at the top of the comments or back to where I was before I got distracted. Blue bought his first bike. In It's a blank icon bike. All right, Blue, congrats. Blue, you are officially a BMX rider now. Um, now that you have your bike, you're a BMX rider. It's going to be tough. It's going to take a lot of hard work, but you can do it. You can do it. But I promise BMX is a lot harder than it looks. So it'll be a fun journey for you for sure. <laughs> Jared's talking about, wait, 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 wait. I've got to talk to this question. Um, Herb, it's Bob on Instagram, but it's not there right now. It's deactivated until I get everything finished and ready to go. So, um, So not yet uh herb not yet jared says did you flare yet doug absolutely not i i might never do a flare I wanna do a flare, but I might never do it. I don't know, they're they're pretty scary. I've tried them, got it around in the airbag, but actually taking it to a resi or, or a real jump, no, nah, not worth it. Um, where is, we got a good question for, uh, for Ryan, hold on. Ryan says, have you ever considered having a private discord for your little community? And Bizzle said, I made a discord. I gave Doug the ownership, but never did anything with it. Yes, so we have a discord, we have the, um, anyway, I think the one Bizzle made, and then I tried to make one before that, and then I don't know anything about Discord. Uh, and so, yeah, so here's the answer the answer to the question, Ryan, is definitely considered, definitely want to. Um, <sighs> I just don't know how yet. I think I think it's too early. I think it's one of those things like the YouTube membership is a really good concept. Like you can just, uh, hey, if you guys haven't hit the like button, hit the, I just saw it's at 19 and, uh, and it distracted me. So uh, hit the like button. Um, it, it, I think it's one of those things like the YouTube community where people can pay monthly to get perks that you give them. Like that's a great concept. So is the Discord because it's all about building a tight community. But I just don't think it's big enough yet. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I should start pushing it now, but I don't think like, like out of say the 9,000 subscribers we might have get 30 to 40 people in the Discord, which would be pretty solid to be able to work closely with them um, and like, you know, have these communities where we could just have conversations inside Discord. Um, But to me, the time it would take to manage that and do everything with it wouldn't be worth it to only have 40 to 50 people. Um, Same with the YouTube community. I think once I get more followers, then that's something I would definitely do eventually. Eventually it's on pause. It's on pause right now. Now, I saw somebody, Thomas, said that Doug, I'm the BMX Jesus. Oh, that is, that's a bold statement, Thomas, but I appreciate it. I do appreciate, what do you guys, I do appreciate it. Hey, what's up, Jared? Jared Olson's in here. We got two Jareds in the house. That's cool. Oh, Daniel says, Brandon Laird, build me a bike. How much for titanium? LOL, get it. And uh, Brandon probably did not get it. I didn't get it either, but I get it now um, because Mike Laird builds frames. And Brandon and I... Uh, Daniel, crazy thing, Mike Laird's actually our uncle. Crazy. So we could probably get you hooked. No, I'm just kidding. We're not related to Mike Laird at all. But that that would be cool. One time I found him because he was in the Matt Hoffman video game. I was like, I I messaged him on Instagram and I was like, Yo, we have the same last name and we both ride BMX. Like, how crazy is that? And then he didn't reply. (laughs) Mike Laird probably just uh, blocked me. He said, Screw this guy. Um, But anyway. That was crazy, and um, I felt kind of I felt like I got ghosted. Mike Laird ghosted. Is uh, ooh, we're getting a lot of people thinking about um that that love the idea of the Discord. So maybe we want to hmm maybe we want to do the discord. I don't know. I don't know. I'll think about it. Maybe, maybe you guys are convincing me more, but it, it seems like so much, it seems like so much work, you know? Oh wait, I meant to highlight this one. Will says, do you snort your G fuel? G fuel is absolutely disgusting. Disgust. I had, I bought two G fuels because Walmart didn't have this bang. This is the only bang I'll really drink now. And I bought the two G fuels because I was like, oh, lemonade can't be that bad. Awful. It's awful, uh, oh, awful. So I drank a drink of one and left it, left the other one in my car. It's gonna stay in my car forever. Uh, in case I die or like get caught in a snowstorm, I could probably catch it on fire and have, have it on fire to live. That's the only thing it's good for. I used to Flock, you're from Jamaica? That is sick, dude. What's the What's the BMX life, like, what's the BMX scene like in Jamaica? Roman, Roman, I was just talking about you. Roman, Roman was the one that commented on Brantz and said, hey, you should do a, uh, um, would you ever collab with Dugster Bob? Hey, look, Brandon just Snapchatted me. Oh, it's gone now. <laughs> um, he said almost 10K. Anyway, Waka Flocka, flame uh any more last minute questions guys otherwise we are done i'm gonna go try and make my breaks work and then i don't know here's the thing i'm gonna give you guys a minute for last minute questions but um what okay oh and what are you talking about i've seen either it was you twice or somebody else was telling me to uh check that out also did you guys hit the like button You better hit the like button. Um, The new Sunday Forecaster. And I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't see. There's no new Sunday Forecaster. There's no such thing. Let's look. Let's look at Dan's comp. Uh, Okay. I went Sunday Forecaster on Dan's comp brings up the cult access. going to have to talk to Mike about that. Hey, Mike, what the heck is going on here? Um, Okay. So they have. Okay. Okay. Hey, Owen, I take it all back. I take it back, Owen. It's only on Sunday. I found it, Owen. I'm sorry. I take it back. Okay. I take it back. I found it. Um, I looked for it when I saw your comment before and I was like what is this guy talking about there's no such thing and no we do not want to put in my email what do you guys think about this black beauty it is here Um, so it's still the one and a half wall rims and um, anyway the forecaster is decent guys so this is what just a different color I think yeah hmm Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It looks, looks like all the other ones, just a different color. The Forecaster is decent, but it, in my opinion, very overpriced for, um, what you get. It's very overpriced for what you get. It's like, it looks good, right? Good, good frame the bars aren't full chromoly or are they yeah no the bars aren't full chromoly it's four piece bars on this one that's cool forks are half chromoly single wall rims like 640 dollars. come on come on son um so anyway it's it's a decent bike for some people like this does go out for some people on the recommendations you know because it is a good bike for some people but in general no not so much. Just overpriced, man. Just over. So, okay, that's so cool, Isoflock. Um, They've got one of three people that ride bikes in Jamaica. That's rad, dude. I, I see some people, like, say, from Africa and stuff in the BMX groups on Facebook, and they're just out there killing it and overlook that a lot. You know, I think uh, for me, it's really easy to go ride bikes. We have skate parks. We have world-class stuff. And, and the Africa guys, now I don't know about Jamaica. I don't know what it's like there, uh, skate park-wise and, like, opportunity wise but they don't have a whole lot and so it's like whoa you guys are making it work on the uh, on the bikes that's crazy okay quick tip for lifting the back end of the bike for nose manual hang 5 okay this could be the last one guys last question um but you have homework so don't leave yet because avid gamer says quick tip for lifting the back end of the bike for nose manual hang 5 type tricks um i think it's all about your compression beforehand like you've got to compress your body a lot because then you're springing yourself forward. So you're compressing, and then you're springing your weight forward, and then sucking your knees up to suck the back of the bike up into you so that it follows you. Um, But the biggest thing that people don't do when they're doing that part of the trick is they're standing in their position and then trying to go forward from here. And it's a lot harder than it is if you actually like compress and spring yourself forward. You know what I mean? (laughs) I still flux like we have sidewalks. (laughs) Guys, here's what you need to do. I just posted a video. If you wanna see some riding stuff and me complain about my chest mount, go check that video out, Um, but also check out the bike school video. It is a video of me talking about beginner mistakes at the skate park and I'm gonna send the link. Hold on, we're gonna send the link right now. No, right now, right now. All right, cool. And then over the weekend guys, have a great weekend and learn lots of bike tricks. Try to learn something new. Um, Because next week, I'm going to ask you, what did you learn? And if you don't have anything for me, I'll be very disappointed in you. So anyway, thank you guys so much for hanging out. This was a really fun stream. Big shout out to everyone. Avid Gamer, thanks for making it out. IstaFlock to Flock tuning in from uh, Jamaica. No, (laughs) was it Jamaica? I can't even remember now. Dirt Racer, Caden, my brother, Thomas, Roman. You guys are awesome. Ryan, thank you guys for hanging out. I will think about the Discord and we'll see you guys next week.